Are you thinking about starting your own cash practice? Maybe you've already started your own practice and you're starting to realize that there's a lot to learn when it comes to business. We can be great clinicians, but if we don't understand the business side of having our own practice, we're going to have a hard time being successful in business. Guys, I wrote a book for you and I took everything that I've learned over the last five years of running successful cash practice here in Atlanta. And I put it in this book and I gave you everything that you need to be able to start and scale that practice past yourself. That book is called Fuck Insurance. And if you don't like the title, the book is not for you. If you do like the title, it's the exact book that you need to be reading right now. I show you exactly how to start. I show you what's important when it comes to marketing, when it comes to sales, when it comes to operations, and what stage you're actually at in the business. You know, where you're at, what you need to focus on while you're there, and how to get to the next stage. I'm trying to set it up in a way where you can get some clarity in your business. And the book for now is 100% free. All you have to do is go to finsurancebook.com. That's finsurancebook.com and get your free copy of the book that I wrote specifically to help you be successful in business. The book is free. All you got to do is pay for it to get to your door so that I don't lose my shirt on giving everybody all these books and sending them around the world. And again, head to finsurancebook.com, learn how to run a successful cash practice today. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health and have real student loans create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei and welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. What's going on? Doc Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. And today I'm introing another clip that we're going to play for you guys. So a little bit different than normal. I'm going to give you some context for this one. So uh, this is part of our clinical Rainmaker coaching group. Um, and we do a call every week. On these calls, we get into really whatever's going on, uh, primarily from a sales and marketing standpoint, people's businesses. But uh, in some, some cases, things come up that are more about you know, what's going on from a mental you know, standpoint, management of some of the ups and downs of being in business. And I wanted to share this clip because it was kind of unexpected. We had uh, some questions that were previously sent to me before the call to answer. And this was one that just kind of came up organically while we were talking. And what you can hear, and, and we're leaving the, you know, the individuals out on this, but what you can hear is there's somebody that uh, is, is in the group that is uh, just starting, just getting going, just started kind of right before all this stuff went down uh, with the pandemic. Uh, earlier this year, and he's frustrated, right? He's frustrated. He's got a family. He's getting turned down. He's not, you know, making as much progress as he would like. Uh, even though, you know, there's progress that is being made, and he's learning skills, and he's growing, and he's and he's getting around other people. But um, this idea of this proof of concept phase, this first phase that I talk about in the book that I wrote about from zero to five thousand dollars a month, is the hardest phase that most people will go through. And uh, there's another person on the call who is one of our um, mastermind members. I need to actually do a podcast with Dave because Dave has a really interesting story. But um, Dave was stuck in this phase for a long time. And uh, he's probably one person that I worried about more than anyone in, uh, in our group about, you know, kind of stagnation and lack of progress that he was seeing and not for lack of effort. Uh, cause he's busted his butt for so long. And what was interesting is, is, 
I'm so glad Dave was on this call because I think it's 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 one thing for me to shed some light on this with with uh, what I went through, but it's very different when you hear somebody else that more recently went through this, but also is in a much more successful place now. And uh, what it does is it gives you the confidence to know that you're not alone, that you're not the only one that's going through this or has gone through this. And if it was easy, everybody would do it. And and sadly, and this is one of the reasons why I want to share this. If you're listening to this and you're in that phase where you're just getting started, you're between zero and about $5,000 a month in revenue, it's it's challenging because it it's constantly um, affecting your confidence. And because, you know, you are trying to make headway, in particular, if you're new to an area and you're trying to build your reputation, that's where it's hard. And you hear these stories of people are like, oh, was it $10,000 a month in by month two? Well, they probably worked in that area for years before that. I don't know anybody that's moved to a new area without having worked somewhere and, and built a reputation as a provider that just dives head first in and then all of a sudden everybody's coming to see them uh, because that's not the way relationship development works. So if you're going through this and you're in this phase you're getting turned down, you know, you're, you're, you're not sure what to do next. Um, I think this will help you quite a bit. And those of you that have gone through this and you're past that, I think it will remind you of just how tough things are whenever you first start and how much you've probably grown since then and how much of a, a skill set you've developed and, and thick skin to handle a lot of the things that happen as a business owner when things aren't going your way, which oftentimes don't, happen um, at the beginning stages of your business. So uh, I hope that uh, I hope you guys like this one. I wanted to share it. I, I thought it was pertinent. And, uh, and, you know, there's definitely some lessons to be learned here. And, and whether you're going through it, or you've already gone through it, I hope you enjoy this one. I mean, things are kind of like slow for me in a way. Um, I was in the process, like just kind of overall, I was in the of building my, uh, my business. And then right before COVID happened, I felt like the gym I was working out of, um, just how things were going, it wasn't very beneficial for me. Um, so I left that gym. So to be honest, since COVID, I've just been being mobile, um, which has been kind of okay, but a little extra stress, um, just having to figure out extra childcare for my kids since I got three kids. Um, but I'm working on trying to build up a little bit more cash flow and get things a little bit more steady and then try and find an actual like set in place. Yeah. Um, so doing that on the side, I've been kind of tilling around different workshop ideas. I haven't come up with a lot, but I've been working on a, uh, a self-assessment. Um, so just kind of like a little packet that I could go out and give to gyms um, that they could hand out to their members and stuff. And the people could do like a, uh, little movement self-assessment on themselves and if they have any questions they contact me that's been kind of like my main project that i've been working on the side um other than that it's just been um you know kind of reading your uh book insurance or fuck insurance reading that a little bit trying to take that so I'm hearing that yeah <laughs> so the phrase. um you know part of me is kind of like you know, I was reading, I was reading into it a little bit and it's like, to be honest, I'm, I'm at that first stage, you know, where I need to get that proof of concept, make sure I'm making about that 5,000 a month. So I, you know, part of me, I haven't read the rest of it. Part of me is kind of like, what's the point of reading the rest of it if I'm at that stage? So just really like, okay, what I need to be doing is um, getting more, more of my name out there, trying to bridge out and talk with other um, other gyms, other places, trying to network with them. Um, 
but to be honest, I was kind of doing a little bit of journaling last night and I feel like I'm kind of getting in my own way because my wife works in the morning um, and I've taken like a temperature temp job at night. So we're on complete opposite schedules. So if I can see people in the morning, but it just means like, hey, I got to find someone to watch the kids, which gets a little extra stress. So I'm just trying to work that family life balance um, and stuff right now, you know, because I don't want to have to drag my kids everywhere and all that kind of stuff. So, Well, uh, to be honest with you, the stage that you're talking about is the hardest stage. Like to go from zero to five is super freaking hard because it's you're just starting out no one knows who you are they probably don't care and you know they're also they have their own shit going on especially right now right so mm-hmm. the challenge is not losing confidence during that time frame because most people that are going to start something that's going to fail it's going to mm-hmm. be in that stage between zero and five um sure. you know it yeah it, dave if would you mind do you mind chatting a little bit because i was actually thinking about you uh, as you said that because yeah yeah for sure. i think that you probably have the most I, I spent more time worrying about whether you were actually going to make it or not uh, than anybody that we worked with to start with. So yeah, maybe you can shed a little light on that stage and how challenging that can be. Yeah, it's hard to, I don't know how familiar that background for me, but I'm, we, my wife and I moved to San Diego, not knowing anyone. We lived with my brother-in-law's aunt for like the first month we were out here just to get our feet under us. But we were a whole new area with knowing no one and worked some odd jobs until probably about six months after moving here, opened up, opened up a practice with still no relate. I mean, we didn't do it right. We opened up just expecting people to come in. I hadn't met Danny yet or uh, implemented any of that stuff yet, but uh, so uh, spun, spun my wheels for like, I don't know, probably at least three to six months before uh, getting involved with, with Danny staff. And then it was just still at that point, just, meeting up with people for my goal was five meetups a week for probably at least the first, the next three months after that, maybe even longer. So I was meeting with a ton of people and eventually got in with the right communities, but it was a lot of, yeah, a lot of frustration and trial and error and just getting to know people underestimated how long that, that all took. Yeah. It's, it's hard, man. I mean, like I, I, I've been through it. You know, I watched. I've watched a lot of people go through it. I watched you go through it firsthand, and it's like, it not it's it's not the same timeline for everybody, but it's hard for everybody. Like that timeline, it just sucks because you're just eating shit the whole time, and you then you start to question. I'm like, am I not very good at what I do? Because people don't like inherently want to throw business your way, and it's that's not the case at all. The, the, the challenge is maintaining your, your confidence when you're trying to build something that no one else can really see. And also like we have this assumption that just because somebody doesn't want to like refer everybody your way that they don't, they don't like you. Right. Or like, but honestly, they're probably just busy and they're, they're thinking about the things that they need to do, especially you talk about gym owners right now. Could you imagine like, I mean, I, I am so glad I don't own a gym right now. This is a, such a challenging time to be a gym owner. So if we want to you know, have these people as contacts, um, you know, you have to be also like empathetic with that. And, and in particular, like, dude, what can I do to help you right now? Like, how can I help you out? Cause this you're, you're in a worse spot than I am and being able to build those long-term relationships. I think that's what's so challenging. And then with Dave, like myself, we moved to a city where we didn't know anybody. So you're talking about like trying to establish rapport with people that probably already know a lot of other people. Um, 
it, it is really challenging, you know, and, and some of it, like the people that you're connected really, you know, well with Dave, like, were they the, were they the people who were like, yeah, I'm totally going to like crush it with these people. Or was it somewhat unexpected that it turned out to be as good of a relationship as it, as it is? Pretty split really. There were a couple, a couple of people got along really well with, and one of the CrossFit owners where I rented, originally rented space from got along really well with off the bat and they were uh, some of the early referrals, but some of the other ones were, there were people I met with that I left thinking it was a waste of time and you you leave not even getting a good vibe from it. And some of our top referral sources now, and on the other hand though, there are people you left where I'm like, Oh man, we crushed it. We totally connected it. And then they just, they totally fall off. So it's, that's where it's just staying, staying with it and meeting with early on meeting with as many people as, as I could was, was my goal. And, now I don't know if at different stages maybe not the smartest thing with as you lose some time, but at early stages when you have time, just I I was it was a volume game for me of how many people I can meet with. Yeah, and it's exhausting because um, yeah. you have to follow up with those people and and all that. But like, especially if you're you know I mean you may be from that area, but if you're not, like it makes it harder. Um, so just keep that in mind. Like you're not the you're not alone. I think that's also some of the power of like being able to chat chat with other people. Like. Type in the chat if, um, so if you're still between zero to 5,000, like, does it suck? Just say, yes, this sucks. And if you've gotten through it, just type if it sucked or not. Uh, because uh, it, it does suck for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. It freaking sucks. Like, if, I, I, it's funny because I had this conversation, I had this conversation with uh, Kelly Sturette, like, I guess it was about a month ago, we were, we were catching up. And, uh, and I was like, dude, if you knew how hard it was going to be, would you go back and do it again? And he was like, hell no, no way. It's like, I would not do it at all. Um, and I, I get it. I think it's, um, it's, there's two ways to look at it. And I know for many of you, like you're kind of in this stage. So I'm, I, I can laugh a little bit about this because I've, I've been there and no one told me to look at this as like, uh, like learning any skill, right? Uh, yeah, build character. That's not, it sounds like uh, something my dad would tell me uh, or my grandfather. Like, but it's true. The, the thing is, if you can get through that stage, you build a thick skin, you build a network of people uh, that you've connected with, you weed out the wrong people, um, you know, as well. And you, you learn how to manage your time, manage, you know, meeting with other folks, developing that emotional intelligence with, I mean, it's it, with patients, it's fine, but that's our territory. You go and you meet with somebody else, very different context and how you handle yourself in those and how you organize that and follow up people. It makes a big difference. So the reason that that's important, a skill, Skills you learn at that point, they, they build on top of themselves as you grow to additional roles that you have to learn and take on. And that's foundational stuff. It can't be skipped because if it is, as you start to get busier and busier, the skills that you're supposed to learn when you're zero to five, you're not going to be able to have those and apply those from five to 10. I see this a lot with people that they just fall into a place where all of a sudden they're super busy and it's because they have all these local connections and then they get stuck at like eight to $10,000 a month. Like they can't get past that. And it's because they never really put the work in on the front end. They just kind of were in a place where they, they didn't really have to work that hard for it. It sounds awesome, but in, in, in actuality, it's a huge uh, crutch and they don't have as much of a trajectory as we see with people that learn that. And then when they bring other people on, they know how to teach those skills. Cause at some certain point, like you shouldn't be doing all of these marketing meetings. I don't hardly do any of these anymore because we have other people that do it, but we have to teach them how to do that. Right. So if you can look at it as practice and skill development, every time that you're like turned down, like, okay, cool, good. Like you're just flexing that muscle because you're gonna get turned down a lot. Like the amount of fucking times I've been turned down is sucks. Like it's, and it doesn't really 
ever not really suck. It just sucks a little less and you get a little more accustomed to it. So yeah, if you're there, dude, that's okay. That's normal. Um, you know, you're, you're learning right now. The biggest thing you can do during that stage, meet as many people as you can acquire as many people as you can on uh, terms of contacts that you can continue to have an ongoing uh, relationship with typically building an email list, building a Facebook group, building a social platform of some kind that you own. And then, you know, being able to leverage that into people eventually coming in. Cause the other thing is you can't make people like you faster. Like that is the best way to get them to not like you. It's like, you can't rush a patient in to see you either. If you're just like trying to force them to come to see you, that's so off putting. And the long-term perspective of that, keep that in mind. If that was you and like say, cause I'm in this role now, Dave, you're in this role now where there, there's probably people that are reaching out to you and are just like, Hey, I want to get a chance to meet like your, your gateway to other people's businesses. And there's a right way and a wrong way to go about it. And you know, like learning those skills early on is, is, is going to be a huge part of it. So yeah, hopefully that makes sense. Dave, I appreciate you. Uh, you sharing that. Do you want to give them some, some like, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, by the way, cause you guys are like doing pretty, pretty well now. And like the yeah. transition time for you was, was what, what was the duration? And what we, and we linked up for initial mastermind stuff was probably like end of 2017, I think somewhere around there. And it wasn't until I think beginning of 2019 when we moved in, when we took the jump and moved into our own space was when we yeah. saw a big, a big jump. And, and there were other things that were aligning along with that, but it's, the, the thing that helped the most with the accountability and some of the stuff that you guys were able to give along the way was also the hardest though of, of having some trying to stay encouraged and confident when numbers don't reflect how hard you're working. I think that's the, the hardest part is sharing our accountability stuff. And it, 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 you, you assume people think you're like slacking or you're not doing the right things when it was implementing the right or felt like was the right things and working hard, but the numbers were a little lagging on, on indicating that. So, but staying the course and yeah, my, my wife just moved into the business full time in, in April and uh, we're looking to hire by the end of this year. So uh, another staff PT. So it's a, uh, it's doable. We just got to stay the course and, and stay yeah. confident with it, but it doesn't make it any easier when you're going through it. It's like a rocket ship, right? Someone told me that it's like, you know, what is it? Uh, a, a rocket uses like 90% of its fuel just to like get off the ground, like just to get started. And then after that, it has momentum, like this idea of momentum. I think we all relate to this. Uh, this, I, I, I once had a mentor tell me like, life is all about momentum. Like for an entrepreneur, momentum is what you gain so much uh, uh, clarity from. It's what you get so much energy from. It, clinically, it's like learning a new skill. It's like, oh shit, like I applied this thing and it helped with this person. And you know, then we get excited to continue down that path, right? I remember when I just like learned some basic breathing stuff and I had somebody with back pain use it. And I was like, holy shit, breathing actually works. People are right, right? And I was like, so excited to learn more and more about breathing. And that's momentum. That's just momentum clinically versus business-wise, you know, it's like you have these meetings, you get that new person in, they commit to you with a 10 visit package and you feel like you can like, you know, sprint home. You have so much energy and like you chase that. And, but the thing is the more that you get, it's like a drug almost like the more that you get, the more you have to continue to progress until you get to a point where then you get a chance to uh, build those systems, get other people in. You're not doing all of the hard work necessarily, but then you move from like player to coach role in a lot of ways, which is where, you know, when you bring a staff PT on, that's what you kind of end up having to do. So, you know, keep that in mind. Like that's totally normal. People going through that. Um, there's lots of people that we work with that have gone from that zero to five stage when we started with them that are, you know, 20,000 plus a month in, in, in revenue, but it didn't happen overnight. And, uh, I wish it would in some cases, but I don't think it would also be quite that, you know, 
I don't know. I don't think you could appreciate it uh, the same way, right? It's, it's, it's earned for sure. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200. And this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to sub- subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. And it means a lot to me. The next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag Tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.